listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast with your host, Timothy Lambert Monk. Welcome in to the Full 10 Yards Podcast, Week 1 Sunday Games are fast approaching and we're here to just give you a bit of injury news, a bit of kickers, a bit of tipping, a bit of absolutely everything. Hope you're pumped as we are for the Week 1 Sunday set of games. Really looking forward to it, although you come into the podcast, um, I'm very despondent, I'm very down. The Atlanta Falcons were the 2017 Falcons and... Just could not beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Very, very disappointing. What a, what an annoying game that was. Um, you know, again, it's a game the Falcons should have won. Um, again, for four attempt fourth, four attempts from you know inside the ten. You know, first and goal, second and goal, third and goal, fourth and goal, and just still can't put it in the end zone. Absolutely atrocious. Um, it was it was like watching the playoff game from last year. You know, Nick Foles um, reverted to the normal Nick Foles we all know and love. Atlanta couldn't punch it in, you know, even on the first drive, took four goes and they still couldn't punch it in, um, and just, just shocking red zone play there. Just seems to me like you just double covered Julio Jones and, you know, that's pretty pretty much it. It's so unimaginative, um, so so disappointing. Uh, just some stats to give you from the game. Julio Jones, 10 receptions, 169 yards and an 11-yard rush as well. Um, also was involved, obviously, in that that bobbled uh, catch. Is it a catch? Isn't it a catch? Uh, which I think was a shocking decision as well. Not that they would have got into the end zone anyway. Uh, Nelson Aguilar did a Jarvis Landry impression. Uh, eight receptions, 33 yards. Zach Ertz did similar. Five receptions for 48 yards. Jay Ajayi lucked out with two touchdowns there. 15 rushes for 62 yards. One of those should have been... Corey Clements, if you watched the play before, I think it's a Jai second touchdown. Might even be his first, I don't know, I don't really care. Uh, Corey Clements should have got in the end zone there. He only had one player to beat to, to get in the end zone and couldn't do it. Uh, obviously, he put out a tweet about Corey Clement, uh, you know, having scoring more points than Jay Ajayi. Uh, it was quite a close vote, actually, so it just shows that my prediction wasn't that outlandish. But unfortunately, Jay Ajayi managed to get the two touchdowns there. Don't, don't, un, you know, don't overestimate. JJ, I don't think he's going to be great this season. The offense uh, of Philadelphia was not that great, and it's expected that Carson Wentz and Alshon Jeffrey are still a couple of weeks away. Unfortunately, they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next week, so you know, uh, yeah. Hopefully, bar you know, barring a miracle, Philadelphia will probably be winning that one as well, which uh, greats greats me greatly. Um, so yeah. Let's move on. Uh, Atlanta obviously at home versus Carolina in the next game, so that should be quite an interesting game. Interesting game there. One thing, one one takeaway I have out of the game actually, they, they used uh, Darren Sproles had quite a lot of the snaps. Uh, he was used quite a lot more than I thought he was going to, and um, so it might be something to to monitor going forward. But yeah, not a great game there from a tipping standpoint or an outcome standpoint. There, I was quite close. I knew it'd be a low scorer. It was in the end, but unfortunately, Atlanta Falcons uh, couldn't do the bizzo. Moving on to the Sunday games, just a couple of bits. I'm just going to go through all these injury reports here that that could. Um, that could change kind of the perspective on the games. Joey Bosa, the Chargers' defensive end there, is week to week. Uh, was seen in a walking boot, so that's quite worrying. Another injury there to the Chargers, another injury there to my outright bet. On the other side of the game there, Kansas City, uh, Eric Berry is doubtful the safety uh, through injury there, so he's one to monitor. That it all points to a high-scoring game there in uh, L.A., 
Patrick Mahomes, if you have him as your streamer, he could be. Um, he's more, more comfortable with him playing now. Obviously, with Jay Bosa out, uh, just Melvin Ingram now on the other side. But there's a couple of injuries there, obviously, to that Chargers defense. Moving over to Tampa Bay, Vita V uh, is out with a calf. Defensive lineman there, um, so expect Alvin Kamara and whoever's Mike Gillisley, obviously, has been signed. Uh, by the Saints, so a couple of those guys could get some big fancy points there. I, I expect uh, New Orleans to win that one quite comfortably. For the Patriots, Sonny Michelle, I think, is unlikely to suit up there with a knee injury. Uh, Rex Burkhead and James White have uh, were primarily going to be the running backs there to own. Could be quite a bit of a dink and dunk pass attack there for the Patriots, considering that's what they do anyway, and. With JJ Watt, Whitney Merciless, and Jennifer Cloudy, they're obviously on facing Tom Brady. They could get a bit of pressure, so you could expect uh, New England to get the ball out quite quickly. Uh, moving over to the other side of that one, uh, Houston. Will Fuller is questionable with a hamstring injury, so it could be just could be another DeAndre Hopkins game. Staying in the AFC East, um, who we got here? Miami. Miami wide receiver Devontae Parker is doubtful, obviously, with a finger injury. Uh, Josh Gordon for the Browns uh, was at full practice on Friday, but it's questionable as to, to how many snaps he could get or how much of the field he would see. So if you're a jo- are a Josh Gordon owner and have other options, my advice would probably be to to bench Josh Gordon this week. Uh, Vance McDonald, Pittsburgh Steelers tight end, is out with a foot injury, so don't start Vance McDonald if you are in a deep league and have him as your tight end. Plenty of other streamers there. Jesse James is probably one that you want to go and pick up because he's probably sitting there on the waivers. Monday night game, Marshawn Lynch. Groin was limited on Friday, but is still expected to see the majority of the carries there. Obviously, Doug Martin is the backup. Uh, I think DeAndre Washington, or was it Dwayne Washington? One of the Washingtons uh, is also struggling there for that. Jalen Rashad is obviously the other back in Oakland. New York Giants, finally. New York, New York Giants linebackers uh, Olivia Vernon and Ty Davis are out, so you can expect Leonard Fournette to absolutely eat uh, on Sunday versus the Giants. Uh, this could be quite a one-sided game, that one, if Eli Manning can't sling the ball and the uh, shutdown defence of Jacksonville turn up. A couple of bits of news. Oh, Thomas, uh, his contract, he's not going to be traded away. He is reported to the team and he's going to be playing uh, in his final year in Seattle. I think there's also that Seattle have agreed to wipe out all, all his fines. Um, so it's looking like... Uh, Dallas Cowboys will probably have to wait another year to get the services of L. Thomas. Uh, one injury news that I didn't actually point out from the Atlanta-Philadelphia Atlanta, game, Keanu Neal uh, is out with a torn ACL. He is done for the year. Before we get into the tip-in, I just want to have a shout-out to the Britball game. It's the Britball final. Uh, at the time of recording, uh, it's currently in play. It's Tamworth Phoenix against London Warriors. I can report that the half-time score is 34-21 to the Warriors. Um, so that's a, a high-scoring game. Obviously, these teams aren't used to to giving up points, obviously, from their 10-0 records. Um, so, yeah, it looks like a, a quite an interesting game there. Um, I will, if doubt it will be finished by the time we finish, but I'll tweet out the final score and uh, let's keep your eye out for that. Hopefully, I'm, I'm personally hoping for a Tamworth Phoenix win. I obviously spoke to the coach a couple of weeks ago, which you can find uh, in the back catalogue of our podcasts. So let's get to the punting. 
Okay, it's time to time to punt. Uh, we're going to elect a punt, and of course, we are joined by our resident tipster expert, Adam Wolford of Touchdown Tips. And obviously, Thursday's game was an absolute shambles, uh, which we'll mention just shortly. But we're going to go through a couple of markets, a couple of bets that we like. Obviously, not including Thursday's games because all my tickets have already been ripped up. But Adam, we welcome you in. How are you doing, buddy? I'm brilliant, mate. Yeah, I can't wait for the season to start. It's the one game of the year where I'm actually confident in my team before <laughs> the. Uh, before the inevitable fall. <laughs> yeah, just just t- touching obviously on the Thursday game. We obviously we, we were quite high on Atlanta, but what uh, what an absolute shambles of a game that was. It was really frustrating. The thing is, we made the right bet. Yeah, Atlanta were a better team. They had more offense. They had more everything. They just couldn't get it in the end zone. Yeah. So the bet was right. Yeah. It, it should have been the Falcons. Uh, I had Dallas Goddard, who had one foot out of bounds in the end zone. Mm. Oh, yeah, that right. would have been a nice start to the week for me. And I had Zach Ertz total yards, and he dropped a very easy 10 yarder, which would have got me the yards. So, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, I had the right bets. It just didn't happen. Yeah, no, we, yeah, we, we move on. We move on. Yeah, like I say, the, the Falcons actually sliced through uh, the Philadelphia Eagles' first couple of drives. I thought the uh, first drive was awesome, and then obviously you couldn't even punch it in from. What inside the five on four, on four downs and just uh, replicates of what obviously you know, what we saw last season. So a bit frustrating, but um, yeah, even more so it was against the Eagles. But we move on. We move on to Sunday. So let's start off obviously with the money line. Uh, we obviously um, I, my initial money line had the Atlanta Falcons involved in that line. So I've gone back and I've I've chosen another five more. So my five are Baltimore, Minnesota, the Chargers, the Panthers, and the Rams, and that's a six to one. Six to one bet on accumulator on marathon bets. Um, I, I think I think I have most of those apart from uh, Carolina maybe uh, in the Thursday edition. But those are my five for Sunday. Who who have you gone with? Are you just reiterating the Thursday one again for the for the listeners? Yeah, mine's not far off uh, yours. I've got Baltimore, Carolina, and the Rams as well. I've also got the Broncos at home to the Seahawks, and I have got the Titans on the road to the Dolphins, mm. and that worked out around nine to one. <clears throat> Yeah, I think I think Titans would be quite a, uh, a popular one to get to get the uh, accumulators boosted up, I suppose. Obviously, because it's near a pick'em against uh, away to Miami. Yeah, it's um, they're actually the money's coming from Miami now, oh, which really? I guess makes sense at home. Hmm. Um, but I think the Titans are the better team, so I'm quite happy to stick with them. Yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, just for all the listeners out there, just uh, don't forget we will post these up on on the website, and we'll keep a track uh, all season, and we'll see we'll see who does uh, who does the best. I'm not I'm not pinning my hopes on on a win, but uh, who knows? Stranger things have happened. So we'll move s- swiftly on to the handicap treble. Um, so my three are Cincinnati plus three, uh, Baltimore minus seven, Minnesota minus six and a half, and they, I think those are slightly adjusted uh, handicap lines. Um, which you can get from Bet365, and that treble comes out to 4.62 to 1 uh, on, on that site. Bet365 are really good for the uh, alternate handicaps, aren't they, Adam? Yeah, yeah, I do like the alternate handicaps. Obviously, there's a few important lines that you don't want to be stuck on. You want to yeah. be away from threes and away from sevens, ideally. Yeah. So, yeah, it's well worth taking the alternate just to give you that yeah. A little bit of extra safety. Yeah, you, you, you're not getting better prices, but obviously, you know, you don't get any pushes. And I, I know, I know, I've actually got, gone against my the rules there, and I've gone plus three and minus seven. But I think since he'll win anyway, so plus three gives me a, a tie game or a, even a tight one. But Baltimore, I think they'll win in dub, by double digits, so that's why I, I didn't mind taking the minus seven on that one. Uh, I think they win by double digits. So, yeah. So they're my three. Who? So who's your? What's your handicap treble for the weekend? Uh, unsurprisingly, I've joined what everyone else seems to be coming around to now and gone for the Bengals as well. I've just taken the standard handicaps on these three. Yep. I've got Bengals plus two and a half, Panthers minus three, Broncos minus three, 
Uh, that works out to seven and a half to one ish. Nice. Nice. Yep, like it. Um, for them three. Mm. And obviously, I've gone for the, the Panthers and Broncos, both on my money line as well. So, probably overly, overly confident on them, but it happens. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I say the handicap's always a bit a bit of a different market. Obviously, money lines, you can you can have five or six teams in a money line accumulator and it's not get very very good odds. But at least with the with the handicaps, it's usually, you know, around the pick'em. So if you, even if you pick four or five, you're going to get usually about, around about double digits um, for, for your accumulators there. So... Okay, cool. So there are the handicap travels. Let's move on to total points. Now I've noticed from your social media that you've been you've been hammering the Pittsburgh and Cleveland unders. Um, just want to explain to the, to the listeners why that is. Yeah, I was very happy to get under forty four on um, Paddy Power for them because it's under forty one now. It's the line. Mm. Basically, there's forty hour winds, uh, forty miles an hour winds in Cleveland expected for tomorrow, which means generally low scoring because you can't throw the ball in it. Mm. No, absolutely, yeah. And I say when I took these earlier this morning or yeah, late last night, these I actually had. I've got Pittsburgh and Cleveland under in mine as well, obviously because of the same information. Uh, I had a forty-two point five, so I might have to adjust that slightly. But um, yeah, obviously you don't want to get it yeah. too low because obviously um, I think there was a snow game last year or a year before where everyone was hammering the under, uh, and it ended up being a, a, a decent. I think it was actually I think it was a Megatron the Eagles Lions game a couple of years back. Everyone was hammering the under, yeah. Uh, and obviously there was there was points glory in that one. I think, uh, if my memory serves me. But yeah, you always have to worry. You know, if you if you've missed the boat and you haven't got say the forty four, the forty twos, and it's you know forty one now. Don't don't get on the bandwagon too late and obviously miss out and and have too lower too lower mm. line because it gets a bit dodgy. So don't don't don't. If you're late, you've missed it. Don't don't try and kind of make up for it. No, the uh, the Bills game last season, that that massive snow game against the Colts, that yeah. was. That was a really good one to get on because I, I follow Ross Tucker on Twitter and he was there. Mm. And an hour before the game, it started snowing and then it went crazy. Yeah. And then obviously everyone was hammering the unders. I think it went off under 36 at the end. Yeah. And well, it was, what, 9-6 or something. So <laughs> that easily landed. But you are right, yeah. especially with just wind and rain. Yeah. Don't don't go crazy on it. It's uh, If you're getting two foot of snow. Yeah, you, you're pretty safe, but yeah. Uh, yeah, wind and rain. Yeah, maybe well, not. Um, a good site for NFL NFLweather.com. Okay, nice. Yeah, it gives you details of every game, um, every weekend, mm. and you have rain and breezy, heavy rain and breezy throughout the day. Twenty mile winds from the east, okay. apparently, for the uh, Cleveland versus Pittsburgh game tomorrow. Okay, cool. Yeah, so as, as we go through the weeks, we'll try and we'll try and kind of mark out those games that may be affected by snow or affected by obviously like the high winds and the rain just to give the guys obviously an in- indication of you know the points and where, where to go with those lines because they can be quite volatile and move quite up and down quite a lot considering the considering the weather okay so let's move on to the actual bets yep. then so like we say uh, uh, Pittsburgh Cleveland uh, uh, went under uh, obviously the line's not there anymore 42.5 is now 41 so not too don't know if I can kind of make make that a bet, but ho hum, let's keep going. Uh, New England versus Houston, I've gone under fifty and a half, and Tampa Bay versus New Orleans, I've gone under forty nine and a half, uh, which is again okay. yeah, marathon bets, just six and a half to one, about thirteen to two uh, there for that. Just a couple of bits of reason. Obviously, the first one we've, we've spoken about New England Houston. Um, whilst it could be a shootout like it was last season, 
I think uh, the Houston defensive line, which is obviously hopefully fit now, could get put a bit of pressure on Tom Brady. And I don't think this will actually be a high-scoring one, as, as many people think. Um, New England are going to have quite a, a short passing game, which make you know easy completions. The clock's going to keep running. And also, I don't think Deshaun Watson is the Deshaun Watson that went into Foxborough last season. And I don't think he's going to light up the scoreboard as much. So, you know, I was quite happy to take an under-50 uh, points on that. I don't, I don't think either... You know, New England at home, you'd expect to score 25 to 30, but I don't think Houston potentially might not even get there. And you know, New England may struggle as well, being first game of the season. Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Now, I just obviously saw that Vita V is out, is out for Tampa Bay on the defensive line there. So um, it is more on the side that I don't think Tampa Bay would score more points, uh, that, that many points, to be honest. New Orleans, again, like New England, could put up 25 to 30. Um, but yeah, I thought that was quite a high line. Yep. So, yeah, that's where we're going with. Who, who have you gone for your total points? Um, I've gone with three unders as well, actually. I've gone with uh, Vikings versus 49ers, under 46. Yeah, uh, Dolphins versus Titans, mm-hmm. under 45. Okay. And Lions versus Jets, under 45. Mm-hmm. Uh, reasons behind them, Vikings at home is one of the best defences in the league. And despite the fact you're facing uh, Jimmy G, who's completely unbeaten, he didn't put up a whole lot of points, really, in the games that he was playing last year. No. Um, the Vikings' defence is stronger than last year, and I just don't think it's going to be that high scoring. Mm. Uh, Dolphins versus Titans, a um, little bit of a risk, but I just don't think either team's really clicking at the moment. The Titans, despite the fact they've taken them in the uh, money line, they've not looked great in pre-season, yeah. and they do have a very good defence, so I can see that one being fairly low scoring. And the Lions... Uh, they've got Patricia in there now as head coach. He's a defensive coach. He's going up against the Jets with Sam Darnold starting his first game. That generally means turnover, means short, easy passes. So they'll move the ball pretty slowly. And I just don't think the Lions are going to score a whole lot either. So mm. that's about 7-1 to one for those three unders. Yeah, nice. Yeah, the, the, the Jets-Lions uh, game certainly can... Can be viewed as a as a gritty kind of Monday night game. Uh, like I say, Sam Darnold starting at quarterback there for the Jets. Um, could be could be a defensive affair. The Jets the Jets defense is quite uh, undervalued. It's quite a young uh, defense there. Todd Bowles obviously captain in the ship there. And yeah, no, that, I, I quite like that one actually. Was that was that forty five points that that line? Yeah, under forty five. Dead on. Yeah, um, obviously, with it being the Monday game as well, you could, you've got the chance to. Um, play the other side if the other two win. Yeah. So you can go yourself a bit of a profit. Yeah, nice one. Okay, let's move on to any time touchdown scorers. Now, obviously, we uh, Thursday episode that we had obviously gave you some indication of, of guys that we liked. Uh, said obviously John Brown and Carolina Panthers were, were a couple of mine. But for for a treble, uh, a couple of really good prices. Then I just want to actually shout out to to Skybet who have a whole host of decent prices. On, on any time touchdown scorers, they've yeah you know, last year certainly as well as, as this year's week one, they've had quite a lot of uh, best prices on on quite a lot of these. Um, so the the three that I've gone for, uh, Alex Collins uh, for Baltimore uh, against Buffalo, uh, ten to eleven. This is with uh, Skybet ten to eleven. I think you can get you can get better elsewhere for the singles. Uh, but as a you trend, can get evens on Alex Collins because yeah. he's one. I've picked as well. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I'd say I, I didn't know whether it was worth doing them, you know, the best price singles and then doing it as a kind of mythical treble or just trying to maybe find one that people can actually bet on. So, but we'll see, we'll see how we go. So Keenan Allen, no, um, Keenan Allen, six to five. 
Uh, I, I can't believe he's odds against, to be quite honest, um, against that Kansas City defense. Six to five there, uh, any time for him. And finally, AJ Green, eleven to eight uh, against Indianapolis. Uh, again, he could easily score a hat trick uh, against that Indianapolis Colts defense. So the three of those uh, comes up nine to one treble there for uh, Skybet punters. Yep, yep, that's. Uh... <laughs> This is going to be a bit boring for the listeners. I've got AJ Green and Alex Collins as well. Okay, um, <laughs> so, yeah, they're getting another one. He only scored, I think, five touchdowns last year. Yeah. But that means that he is probably in line for a bit of regression because he should be scoring more than that. I think he was the most targeted, either the most targeted or second most targeted player in the red zone last year. Mm. So you've got to think he's going to be scoring more than that this year. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't, I can't argue with, like say, odds against mm. with a pretty rubbish um, defence playing against him. Yeah. I think it's probably a good bet. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go safe, you could probably go Melvin Gordon, but he's a touch of odds on yeah, in most places. So, but I thought, yeah, get a bit of value. Nine to one, I, I quite like those three. Nine to one. So, who's your who's your three you've gone yep. for? Who's, who's the one different you've gone for? Um, my one different was Latavius Murray for the Vikings. Oh, nice. I like uh, obviously, everyone's thinking it'll be Dalvin Cook, yep. but I think they'll ease him in. Yeah. I don't think he'll get too much goal line work and I think Latavius Murray will get the goal line work like he always has done. Mm-hmm. Um he's six to four. So again, slightly better odds than you would have got on mm. um the alternate. Mm. Yeah, I'm surprised at that actually. I I thought the bookies may go to go too much to in towards Dalvin Cook's favour there. I'm quite surprised how short um he is there, Latavius Murray. But yeah, you're right, you know, yeah. I, I don't mind that at all. I uh, say so just to get to bump up the treble, to get a few decent odds and get something to to look at there as well. My treble is just over eleven to one on Sky. But... Nice. Okay. Cool. So shall we move on to the? I know from your Twitter timeline that there was a, a couple of decent, couple of decent big outsiders there. Do you want to maybe tell everyone about your Rob Kelly bet? And obviously the, the price isn't there now, but the, I've got a couple of big priced uh, anytime touchdown scorers lined up as well. So do you, do you want to give yours, your, us yours first? Yeah, yesterday I put out on um, my feed about Rob Kelly being 20-1 to 1 for an anytime scorer um, at Skybet. Basically, Adrian Peterson's been named the starter, but Rob Kelly will be the alternate in the running game for them. Um, I just think 20-1 to is far too big because I'd imagine he's going to get five to eight carries and he probably will get some near the end zone. Yeah. So for 20-1, for 20 to 1, you may as well have a couple of quid on it. I think mm. the price is way, way higher than it is elsewhere. I think it's down to 7-1 to 1 now. Unfortunately, but that was um, yeah, it was a price I was quite happy to go on. Yeah, nice. And say so if you want to if you want to uh, follow Adam on on uh, Twitter, it's at Touchdown Tips for for some good little golden nuggets like that. Were there any other any others you had there, Adam? Yep, got a uh, couple more big priced ones. Um, I went with uh, Kyle Juszczyk for the San Francisco 49ers. He's the fullback, and with McKinnon sin. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a little bit more action than he was last year. Mm. He um, he got quite a few passes off Garoppolo last year, and he's he's really good out of the backfield for a massive guy. Is, yeah. um, so he's he's twelve to one, and again at the odds, I think it's um, overpriced. Mm. Um, one that he may or may not actually get the ball, but he's number two in the running back lineup for his team is Marcus Murphy for the Bills. He's 25 to 1 on 365, um, and he's been named as the number two behind LaShawn McCoy, who's mm. been struggling with an injury uh, coming into the season. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how much they're going to use him. Admittedly, it's against the Ravens, and we don't think the Bills are going to score more than 
probably one touchdown. But uh, 25 to 1, again, it's another one that I'll uh, take uh, a couple of quid on. Yeah. And third one, again, at massive prices, another back is Roosevelt Knicks for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, we said that that game would probably be on the ground. Um, And he, I'm sure he scored last time when Lev Bell was out. Uh, he's at thirty-three to one on three six five. Mm. Yeah, some big prices there. I like it. Like, I hope he, hope at least one of them pay off for you because you'll be you'll be quidzing if they do. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, I, I've I've got a couple, not to the the, the sizes of those, but uh, when M- Michael Gallup uh, with nine to one with uh, spread X uh, against the Carolina Panthers, the the back end there, the corners of of Carolina aren't the aren't the greatest, uh, and if if Dallas get down early, uh, they're going to have to throw. And uh, obviously, Michael Gallup's already taken a, a couple of uh, a touchdown pass from Dak Prescott in the preseason, so you know he might get. Um, he's actually as high up in the depth chart as maybe he would maybe would have expected, or fantasy football fans may have expected. But um, you know, later on in the game, might get garbage time touchdown nine to one. I thought that was a, that was a fair price and. Um, I, I might keep bagging his drum until his price comes down. He, he <clears throat> yeah, there'll be a point in the season where he kind of maybe takes over as the number one wide receiver there. Uh, so to get nine to one, I thought yep. that, that was pretty big. Uh, and then the other one, uh, John Brown, Baltimore Ravens against Buffalo. Now I know Buffalo have a decent set of cornerbacks, um, but it's from from you know from all reviews in camp, John Brown is is has been the best wide receiver there in, in Baltimore. So 100 to 30 with him, uh, Skybet, I thought was also was also a decent price uh, there in Buffalo. Yeah, he was one I looked at yesterday, actually. Yeah, I, I, I thought 10 to 3 was, like you say, 130, 10 to 3. Um, I thought I was good odds. I was hoping someone else would beat it. But yeah, for um, like you say, given the fact he's been um, touted very, or well, quite a lot in the um, offseason, I think that's a very good price. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So there are our outsiders, and I say all these will go. These can go on the website, and you can you can see all of those. Um, so if you, if the if you if you want to wrap it up now, Adam, do you just want to give the people a nap and a next best? So just two bets, just two best bets for the week. Yeah, my nap, uh, Alex Collins, anytime, ten to eleven. Um, I think we've explained it with with the Bills. The Bills are used. Yeah. Um, the Ravens' defense are really good. They're going to keep. Them in short yardage, and Alex Collins is the running back there. So I, I think he should get into the end zone this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, next best is Vikings under 46. Okay. Um, again, explained that earlier. And the Bengals plus 2.5 is my underdog for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice one. And then, so yeah, so coming to me, my nap of the week is Buffalo to score under, uh, under 17 and a half points. And that's just uh, 20 to 21 uh, with Boyle Sports. Again, you know, no need to reiterate why we think that under 17 and a half points. I don't think they'll get. They might get to 10 if they're lucky. Uh, next best, Keenan Allen, anytime touchdown scorer, six to five with Skyvet. Again, we've we've said why. Uh, and my upset of the week, I've actually gone for the Browns. Uh, you know, Steelers are slow starters. Um, Le'Veon Bell stuff has, has been going on in the background, and their defense is not actually that great. So the Browns, the Browns could uh, put it to the Steelers a little bit. Uh, be quite interesting. I think it's at the Browns as well, isn't it? Obviously in, in Cleveland. So yeah, the dog pounds might might um, bite bite off a bit of the Pittsburgh Steelers there. So quite like that. I think they're just under two to one there on the money line. Yeah, uh, for upset of the week. I I, I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the only thing is, Big Ben is uh, he's the winningest quarterback at the Brown Stadium, isn't he? Ugh. 
Well, that's not quite. That's, not, that's not hard. That's he, not hard. He's won more than any Browns quarterback has ever won okay. at that stadium. <laughs> I think he's twenty and two <laughs> against them in, on the road. Wow. But um, yeah, the Browns obviously are a completely different team this year. So, mm. fingers crossed they can beat the Steelers because that would make me very happy. Yeah, I mean, also the other the other thing going against them, obviously, the, the Browns winning on a Sunday. I don't think they've won on a Sunday for like three years or something stupid. Um, so. <laughs> That's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, you, you never know. Stranger things have happened, although that would be up there in the all-time list of, uh, of stranger things that happened, that the Browns win under Hugh Jackson on a Sunday. Um, but that's going to wrap it up then for us, Adam. Good luck with all your tips. Uh, and say so if you want to catch all the uh, tips that Adam uh, and all the bets he puts on, at Touchdown Tips is his Twitter handle. Very much recommend you give him a follow. Adam, we'll speak to you next week. Yep, thank you, mate. Yeah, good luck. Let's uh, hope we start with a win. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can't, it can't get worse than uh, than Thursday night. So uh, we'll, we'll keep our chin, chin, <laughs> no, exactly. chins up and deep pockets, eh? Hey? Yep, definitely. Cool. You take care, buddy. We'll speak soon. You too. Cheers, mate. See ya. Adam Wolford there with some tips for the Sunday set of games, and you'll be able to find those on our website. And also, we'll post some up on our Twitter page as well. 410yards.com slash punting there is the website. Quick shout out to James Livingston, um, Twitter handle at Jamesino, J A M E Z I N O, because you know, why not? But yeah, shout out to you, buddy. I said I would, so there you go. If you want a shout out, get in touch with us at Full Ten Yards. We'll get we give you we give everyone a shout out. Why not? Why not? Get in touch with us. Okay, so it's time for the most important part of this podcast. It is the kicker's corner. It's all kicking off. Kicker's Corner. Brought to you by the Kickers Matters Podcast. Right, the um, so-called experts then opinion on kickers for fantasy. <laughs> so who are we who are we taking this week? Who are we getting shares in, Steve? Uh, for kicker, the one I'm looking at is um, Harrison Butker, who I've got. Anyone who, who knows me knows I've got him in pretty much every league I'm in this year. But the main reason I'm picking him for this week would be it's the Chiefs up against the Chargers. It should be a high-scoring game. I don't quite fancy. My homes to get everything away, so I think they might have to kick a few field goals. So that's why I'm going for Bucker as my pick of the week. And the kick is uh, right, so avoid is Chris Boswell. Reason being, the weather in Cleveland is going to be absolute trash. Also, avoid the Cleveland kicker. Um, we did find out who that was, but <laughs> I can't remember. Zane Gonzalez. There you go, Zane Gonzalez. Um, yeah, so-called experts here. That was the Kickers Corner, brought to you by the Kickers Matter podcast. Jack Humphrey, Stevie Ray and Jamie Byram. So there you go, Harrison Butker um, for the, the kicker of the week. And obviously the uh, Cleveland and Pittsburgh kickers there for ones to avoid. They will be joining us each week. Just before we go, just a couple of fantasy bits to give you. Uh, a couple of streamers, a couple of stinkers, a couple of starters, and a couple of sleepers. Uh, all the S's. Uh, just a couple of people a couple of people I like uh, for fantasy if you are in deep leagues. You're in a bit of a spot of bother, but then if you're in week one and are in a spot of bother, then you shouldn't really be playing. But um, 
ho-hum uh, but watch out for our twitter at 410 yards we'll post up quite a lot on there as well come sunday uh, stream of the weeks some streamers that i like rex burkhead is one um, but quarterback Andy Dalton, tight end Ricky Seals-Jones, a couple of guys there that will probably be uh, on your waivers, uh, even in the deeper leagues, uh, not necessarily the Superflex leagues, however. Some guys to pick up stinkers. Uh, Josh Gordon, I think, is one that could put up, uh, could disappoint quite a lot of people, as could Bentham Roethlisberger, obviously due to the weather. A couple of surefire starters that could get you know north of 20 points, Christian McCaffrey and AJ Green, the running back and wide receivers there that I have gone for. Uh, a bit of a sleeper for me uh, for this one, Marquise Goodwin. Now, you know, San Francisco might not score a lot of points. However, Xavier Rhodes from Minnesota, I think, is is doubtful if not already been ruled out for that game. So Marquise Goodwin uh, could be could be a decent shout there for the uh, for the flex. They could be behind early. They could be throwing bombs. Jimmy G could be has had decent chemistry with him, obviously, all of last season, towards the end of last season and the off season too. So Marquise Goodwin could be one to surprise. But best of luck with all your fantasy teams this weekend. Don't forget you can still join our last man standing and our against the spread pick'em competitions for your chance to win a full ten yards bit of merchandise. We'll be back next week to review all of the games with Lee Wakefield. Um, I, I believe. I, actually, I can't remember if he's on holiday. If not, we'll find a replacer. We'll find a replacement. But good luck with all your teams. Hope you'll win all your team, your all your games, unless you are playing me. I'm in 15 different leagues, so no doubt I'll be cheering some on my teams. But then they'll be playing against me in others. But I hope you do well. Hope you get the W. And that's it for the full 10 yards podcast this week. We'll see you in a couple of days. In the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's bye bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards or email the show full10yards at gmail.com.